empowering everyone to unapologetically be themselves by exploring their sexuality and learn about pleasure free of judgment and taboos. To champion pleasure inclusivity by creating safe spaces and break the stigmas surrounding sex. Feel empowered and enjoy Durex's wide range of products with their fun-flavored condoms, sensual strawberry, and naughty chocolate. Or like Durex Invisible and Durex Performa, condoms designed to bring sensitivity to the max and make your sexy times last even longer. There's really something for everyone to explore. So let's come together with Durex. Welcome to the Sexy Time Podcast with Isabel and Ava. <laughs> I got goosebumps. Oh <laughs> Turn me on. Welcome to the Sexy Time Podcast. I'm Belle. And I'm Ava. Today we have a really, really exciting guest. She's someone I've been wanting to have for so long because from the moment I met her at a random event where I introduced myself, I, w- I was a converted fan. Early on, I think this was maybe around three years ago, and our guest's name is Miss Inka Magnaye. Hi, Inka. Hi. I was going to tell you not to call me Miss. Uh, thank you for I having know, me. I know. I realized, why did I call you Miss? But wait, before, before, I, before anything, I want to tell, uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about you. You guys might recognize her voice from the Philippine Airlines in-flight reminders from a long, <laughs> from a long time ago. What year was that? No, I, I'm the recent one. My mom was like oh, you're a re- long time ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't you remember the story? Her mom was the one who did it. Like the, the first the one in the like nineties. Okay, airline. that's where okay. That's where I got it. But I just remember Philippine Airlines and you and I'm like mm-hmm. and from the moment I met her at just to give you background, I met her at an event in Manila House and she told me she she was doing voiceovers and literally every time I'd see her, I'd be like, can you say this? Can you say that? So for the purpose of our listeners, can I ask you to say welcome to the Sexy Time podcast with sure. Isabel and Abba? You should okay. give us our intro. Okay, so I should do it sexy, right? Or uh, no, can I do it like an airplane? Sexy. <laughs> sexy, okay. Sexy. No, okay, let's, let's do a sexy one and then let's do an airplane one. Okay, well, I'll do the airplane one first, but uh, we'll save the best okay. for last, Nux. Okay, okay. So, okay. Um, hello and welcome to the Sexy Time Podcast with Isabel <laughs> and Ava. <laughs> Please take I your seats. <laughs> can we just use that? <laughs> that was awesome. Wait, how would you, Thanks. if you were to do a sexy one, how would you do it? Okay, so the sexy one is a little lower, a little slower, and I'm going to um, go closer to my mic just so it's more intimate. So I'll say like, um, hey, welcome to the Sexy Time Podcast with Isabel and Ava. I got goosebumps. Oh <laughs> Turn me on. <laughs> that was your voice. Thanks. So <laughs> sultry and... Like, I want to hear more. Sure, baby. <laughs> Don't be surprised if we use that. Did you go to voice lessons or like voice coaching? No, actually, I did voice lessons for singing. Like, you know, like summer stuff going on. But like my voice, I, number one, inherited from my mom and my dad because both are voiceover artists. And I learned from them too. Because um, that's how they met, actually. They were uh, DJs on the air and then my mom was a newscaster my dad was a dj and then 
they got together and then they, they had me. And then after that, they put up like, (laughs) you're like the super (laughs) voice baby. That's me. (laughs) Like the mega. Yeah. And then they, they put up a studio where, um, you know, they started producing ads for radio commercials, for TV commercials. And then eventually when things evolved, they started making things for like corporate stuff and, and digital ads. And then, you know, basically any, project that would need a voice um, was done in the studio. And that's where I grew up. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -mm, Thanks. Inka, tell us how did you kind of shift also or or have this on the side where you're more of a sex positive advocate? Tell us Mm -mm. about that story, that side of your life. Well, actually, I've always been very in touch with my sensuality, um, very aware of my body from like as far as I could remember. You know, I've just been, I I know that I loved experiences, the wind on my face, the smell of food, the the way certain pillows feel and all these things. I've always been a very sensory person. So um, it was not a surprise to me uh, that when I grew older and I started to, you know, have these developing thoughts in my head, like uh, about thinking about sex and all these things, um, I wasn't surprised to, to find out that I really enjoyed it. I liked it because yeah. it's such a sensory <laughs> experience, right? And, you know, coming from someone who has a love language of physical touch, it's something that I really enjoy because Sex to me with a loved one isn't just sex. It's an, it's the ultimate expression of my love for somebody in a way where yeah. words fail. And me, I love words. You know, I love to write. I love yeah. to read. And it's my job where words fail. That's where my body can, can come in and express, express you know, that just yeah. thinking yeah. about it now is making me like thinking about me holding my my boyfriend or making love to him is making me so happy you know just thinking about yeah. it I love oh, the experience so refreshing to hear here on the podcast I guess because our guests are often kind of shy to talk ah, about their experience so when we hear right. you yeah. say that it's it's really empowering yeah you talked about the languages of love mm-hmm. yours is physical touch yes did you know that there were five languages of sex? You know or what? Five sex languages. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. that Same. That's so interesting because I'm such a sucker for like the love languages. Um, Same. Yeah. The back is like a side <laughs> you story. You read the book. I, I did not, but I did my own research like online and all that stuff as, as much as um, my interest would take me. And I love it because it's such a great way to be able to translate like just because you love a certain way doesn't mean the person you're with loves the same way. And we need to be able to learn how the other person can perceive love so that they might feel that. So I like that there's a sex languages too. I, I know. I was that. saying I'm such a fan of taking all these quizzes, and mm-hmm. it really helps you understand yourself. Like, yes. um, like when you when you do these seminars before you get married, they make you. Some people don't actually know about these languages, and it's it's like a big part of the 
of the seminar to understand how you express that love and how you like to give it. In the same way in the sex languages, you normally express that sex language the way you like to, to be given. So yes. um, one thing we read about the sex languages, you need you can't expect your partner to like the same sex language you have. So right, I wanted right. to break down a little bit um, what we have, what are the sex languages and maybe see which one you relate to the most. Okay, let's do um, that. We all relate to, yeah. Yeah, let's all do that because we, we, we know a little bit about it. We did start reading on it and it's so fun to relate to it. For a little background for um, our listeners, today we're going to talk about the five sex languages. Nice. Ava, okay. go ahead. All right. The first one, the first sex language is fun. So the person who, whose sex language is fun is a person who enjoys spontaneity. They mm-hmm. love doing it in like various locations and they like getting creative, um, during all phases of sex. So it's, it's like, um, I actually feel like I can relate to this a lot because mm-hmm. it, it, it never gets boring, hence the word fun, right? But yeah, a person whose sex language is fun also loves to get creative. I mean, whether it's sex right. toys, whether it's using, you know, whatever type like of role tools play. to help role play. Yeah. What is something, what is for you is the most creative thing you've done in bed or in sex? Are you that type of person? Do you relate to the fun sex language? I I do in a sense that I like to experiment. I like to try. I like to look for things that I have not done and see if I like it or not. Because uh, there will be times where I won't. It's like it's not my thing. Or there will be times where it's not my boyfriend's thing. But we're both like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. We'll see. And then yeah. we're gonna try it together. <laughs> and then sometimes in in the in the trying, you know, you do something wrong, you're, you're flipping positions and you accidentally kick him in the face. And then you're just like, oh my God, this, is Wait, <laughs> this isn't working. This isn't working. <laughs> yeah. And then you just kind of laugh about it after. And I, and I feel like that's, that adds to the experience. You're like, you're trying things yeah. together and it didn't work. And it's so funny because someone fell or whatever. And then you laugh about it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. A little bit about um, fun as a sexual language. Okay, so a big chunk of it is spontaneity. Um, And the author, Dr. Uh, Douglas Wise, he talks about in his observation of 25 years, those whose primary sexual language is fun will resist any attempt to structure or plan sexual intimacy because Uh they're going to sense it's not fun. So those whose sex language is fun want to have sex in the creative moment of now. Okay, I am definitely not fun. Sorry. Because when your life hits you, you need to schedule it sometime. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to be like, okay, jump on me right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. That's why I was telling you. I think my sister was is more of um, something else because it sounds fun to be fun, but I don't think she's the type of parent. Okay, let's do it now. <laughs> yeah. How's three p.m. for you? And then they're like, <laughs> and then my husband's like, no. How's six p.m. for you? Mm. Hey, that's a that's <laughs> a real lang- uh, sex language planning. Yeah. That's part of another one yeah. we'll discuss. No, but I like that because, sorry, I'm going to jump in here because when you think about it, like, for example, you're, you're dating someone new, right? And you guys don't live in the same place. Um, so you make plans to see each other. We're going to go date. We're going to date. People think that, um, scheduling sex is so boring. But when you think about it, when you're dating someone, you're actually scheduling sex because more yeah. often than not, that date is gonna like I'm gonna, get, <laughs> I'm gonna get some tonight. Girl, right? so you, let's let's be together. 
Diba? So before you <laughs> yeah. date, you're going on your date. You're going to bring like your your condoms. Obviously, you have to be safe. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to wear like your best matching underwear because obviously you think you're going yeah. to get laid that night. So it's still planning exactly. when you think about it. And then what yeah. happens when you go home and nothing happens? You're like, so man, oh, well. always <laughs> prepared about always. Oh well, <laughs> oh well. So the next plan. But it's good that you have. You know, a pack of direct condoms, the invisible one. I was just gonna say, pa- always come prepare. <laughs> How specific? How specific? The invisible one. <laughs> the invisible one. <laughs> yeah. So, and anyway, in the fun sex language, it talks about how in any given moment you find that person attractive and in a sexual way, and you want them that way. And like right now, I want you it's right just now, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm ready to go, and I am not like that. I need a whole routine. It's like let's do the shower. Yeah, it's three yeah, a.m. I like you more now. <laughs> no, it's like you can't just. Parang it's hard also when they come from the gym. That's and then it's True. like oh, let's go. True. That's not. Okay, yeah. I'm not fun. What about you? I Inca? like that. I like the shower. Like before before sex, I'm going to use the bathroom. I'm going to wash yes. up. I'm going to freshen up. Because, yeah, I want to make sure that I'm comfortable. Because if I don't do that, like spontaneity is great. I love that. But also, if I don't do that, I'm going to think, oh my God, am I fresh? Or like, you know, I'm going to be uncomfortable. I don't, you know, that's for me. Yeah. 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 If if your sex language is fun also, then location doesn't matter as much. Like if you, you can do it on the beach. You can mm-hmm. do it in any random hotel. I think this is where <laughs> this is really you, Ava. You can do it in a bathroom, in a public bathroom. Ooh, you can I'm do it in the Martin, car. By the way, nalaglag <laughs> pa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I I just find that it's so much fun. And like I said, like in a previous episode, we had the risk of it is really exciting. Yeah. Um, although I. I don't necessarily feel like this is me all the time. And I think that's something I read uh, about the sex languages. It's not something you have to practice all the time. It's just it's like degrees. your preferred one. Yeah. yeah it's degrees, degrees also. Because like I've also had like, you know, sometimes car sex at that moment is the best, you know, and it's awesome. Yeah. also the most <laughs> super hassle. I know. <laughs> It's like when I see it in movies, why does it look so much more exciting? (laughs) (sighs) So what's the next one? I'm still um, Mm. kind of reading about fun. And I think, Avs, this is really your your (laughs) slot. Forte. Because it's about... Can you tell me more? What What else have you read? Okay, so the fun sexual language person may be open to experiment sexually, but for the purpose of having mm-hmm. fun. Um, they have to be them and not disconnected from them from themselves. So I think um, I do have a bit of fun in me, although I'm also kind of like a safe person, whereas Ava is more game mm-hmm. to be yeah. sp- spontaneous. What about you, Inka? Are you open to... You know, I don't know, doing it randomly on a train, even if there's no one in the train. Yes. I yes, have I am. Done that. I'm actually game. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way she answers it. Yes. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> I think about the Mile High Club, right? Like doing it in a yeah. bathroom. The thought is really fun and entertaining and like, ooh, yeah. And then when I get to the toilet of the plane, I'm like, mm, I want to clean everything here. Like we won't fit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but, true. That's true. <laughs> 
I don't know. I mean, am I such a prude? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fun within reason lang. Fun within reason. Yeah. Okay, the next sex language, Avs. Okay, so the next sex language, after fun, it's desire. This one's also really interesting. So it's kind of like the opposite of fun in such a way that, you know how in fun, it's a lot to do with spontaneity. Whereas yeah. in desire, it's kind of like you you get your pleasure or you get your excitement out of your partner wanting you and your partner saying, I want it, I want you tonight. I'll see you after work. You kind of, okay, it's kind like of that. planned, right? <laughs> So it's like the pursuit, the pursuit. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I can imagine with your voice that would that would be super sexy. <laughs> How you're like, I see you, you after work. I'll see you after work. Oh I'm gonna play oh my that. Gosh. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Go. Hey, baby, I miss you. I can't wait to see you after work. Oh my god. Anyone who's gonna listen to that is gonna tuck, 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 finish their Excel sheet. Gotta go. Bye, boss. Why not send your partner a sexy voice note? Oh my god, that's my forte. Yeah. That's your fo- I've never what done a lucky that. boyfriend you have. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. Voice like God, a few moans, a few breaths. Like, oh, I'm thinking of you, babe. I can't stop. Boom. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's true because you know what? People mm-hmm. want to be desired and they don't want mm-hmm. to have to tell you to desire me or do something yeah. that makes me feel desired. They just You just got to know. Small things like right? you're out, you're on a date together or it's like an event and then you pull him closer and then you whisper in his ear, you look so good, babe. Your ass looks great yeah. in those pants or whatever, right? Love that. <laughs> Just like that a whisper. Is such and a then good you walk tip. away. I am learning from yeah. this. I need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I feel like more. I do compliment my husband, but I think whispering also plays a key role mm-hmm. in igniting desire. You know? Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if you're in an event, if. Uh, yeah, you can have yeah. fun with it. Like, excuse me, uh, I'll just use the restroom. And then you lean over into your your husband's ear and you say, I'm going to remove my panties in the bathroom. Or whatever, right? I need to <laughs> do that. It sounds so exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah, Abba. He, he's going to... Li- oh, yeah. I'm like, you're about to give birth. <laughs> well, he's actually, like, okay. it doesn't matter because... After, after. <laughs> After now, wait. So I'm going going back to um to explain the primary pleasure in the desire sex language is just that desire or feeling wanted, even craved by one's partner. Just as with all sex languages, the buttons, so to speak, are all on the inside. So when the when the desire sex language person feels desired or wanted, and this is um and this is combined with sexuality. Sorry, yeah. Can I interrupt, Inka? I think I feel like. I'd love for you to read it in your voice over voice, Para. It's a no. Oh, okay. I'll send it to her. I hear, here. I have it now. The next sex language is desire. So it says here, the primary pleasure in the desire sex language is just that, desire or feeling wanted, even craved by one's partner. Just as with all sex languages, the buttons, so to speak, are all on the inside. That is what makes this book totally unique on the topic of sexuality. When the desire sex language person feels desired or wanted, and this is combined with sexuality, 
It makes him or her, uh, it takes him or her to an amazing place of sexual pleasure and satisfaction. The feeling of being desired flows through both partners. When combined with a physical pleasure of sex, the desire sex language person experiences a multidimensional sensory cocktail that optimizes his or her sexual pleasure. Oh. <laughs> so, what if your your sexual language is desire? Like you said a while ago, Inca. Yeah. You know, pulling your partner, your boyfriend, or your girlfriend, your wife, your husband yeah. aside and being like, hey, you know, your ass looks so tight in those jeans. I yeah. just want to get in and there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that can also be shocking to them if they've never heard that before. <laughs> like, so un- uncharacteristic of you. Yeah. I don't know. You guys should try it to those listening out there. Yeah, it give it a may shot. It seem silly, but just see how your partner reacts to it. Mm-hmm. It can only go two ways, right? One, he's really or she's really into it. And the other is they're not. Yeah. You know, I'm going to try it and I'm going to work my way. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do it right away. But I'm going to do like, I'm going to be like, Try to whisper something sexy that isn't so shocking Mm-mm. for my husband. You, but you can do it little really by little. Namane. It's you can also do it yeah. in degrees. Like you can, because the act of whispering in itself is already very intimate, sexy. Yeah, it's sexy. Yeah. So even if you are walking, for example, into like this really nice, let's say, wedding, right, and everyone's yeah. there and and all that stuff, and then you pull him closer, and then you whisper in his ear, "You look so good today, baby." And then you smile and then you walk away. But just like the proximity mm. of your lips to so their sexy. ears, right? Yeah. And then the, the, the low whisper or just that the yeah. whisper in itself. Cause maybe normally you would just be like, you look good today, babe. But no, yeah. you, you pull it's him in, right? That, yeah. Yeah. That is such a good tip. Thank you. Would you say you like receiving this as a sex language as well. Like you like your boyfriend to to do the same to you. Yup, yup. This is actually I a sex language. One also. Yeah. That my boyfriend and I do okay. most often now that we're going through so it. So then you'd say you have a similar sex language then, both mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. Wow. I was reading that it isn't so often that that, that happens, but that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. The desire sex language person also enjoys teasing. So oh, yes. like what you said, Inga, it's not necessarily <laughs> very direct. You can kind of say like, you know, don't work so hard today because I want to mm-hmm. have fun tonight or, you know, mm-hmm. make love tonight mm-hmm. or have sex tonight with you. Mm-hmm. So it's not or, necessarily the act of having sex. I think it's like the the the, the anticipation game. of getting there yeah. and the, that you're Correct. thinking, okay. Yeah. I love that. I can I can understand that too. Um, this is something that my my boyfriend and I talked about when we were first dating. <clears throat> uh, I told him that Tomika said sex isn't just like the act of sex in itself. It doesn't start with like foreplay, kissing, and all that stuff. To me, it starts mentally. It starts in the head, yeah. even 100%. in the mind, even when you're not together, for example. So um, I could be in a party, you know, because it's a very public thing or like whatever. You're mm-hmm. you're doing your own thing. It's it's life. You're existing, right? And then I'll look across the the room because he's over there with his friends and I'm over here um, with another group. And then I catch his eye and then I just give him a small smile. And my eyes linger a little longer. And that's when my sex has begun. You know what I mean? Wow. Sex. <laughs> 
They call it eye fucking. That's yeah. what they call it. And it's just a small thing. Yeah. Or like when I want him to be near me, instead of just making him come here, I'll look at him and I'll do this. Like just make you, small you mean you things. use your finger. Yeah, more playful yeah. lang. Just like, I really I really admire that about you, Inka. The way you can Thanks. like do that yeah. and just be yourself and it's so unapologetic. It super inspires me. Like literally Thanks. after this, tonight I'm gonna be doing that over dinner. Yay. He's like, it's only you I and am, I over dinner. Inka, I'm taking down notes because <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> it's true. You are opening my mind to this because when we think of being intimate, it's always the bedroom. It's always the bed. Yeah. Undressing. Yeah. No, but it's not. this is a kind of a whole new world of sex starts when you're having a drink out with friends, the way you stroke um your partner's lap yeah. or your back or you know the intonation of your voice mm-hmm. when you whisper. And I think if you are intentional yeah, with how you do it, your partner will be able to pick it up, right? And you need to make yes. an effort yes to show your partner that you desire them if you want them to reciprocate, yeah. right? You yeah, can't just expect because it them feels like good for, for us. Exactly for us girls, and I also make this mistake. It's like okay, I'll buy a new dress, I'll buy sexy underwear, put on makeup, whatever, make my get my hair done, and and twirl around and expect my husband to care. And it's like, yeah. no, he doesn't really. It's just another day of us going out. But if you pulled him in and made it a little bit more of a more intimate space where you intentionally get ready for him. You show mm-hmm. him that you want to look good, I guess, not only for him, but for yourself. And yeah. then make it more about that whole aspect of desire and play, being playful. Yeah. Then it's, it's so much more exciting. Yeah. It, like, it, it's really drawing me in the way you're, ta- you're oh, talking about Oh, I'm it. glad. I, I really love and it. It's also the, like the voice. The voice. How you, <laughs> it's also the voice. Like, yeah. I'm like, can you send? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but like, picture this, right? Um, you ladies are preparing for date night with your husbands and all that stuff. And normally, you know, you would shower and all that stuff. And then you're getting dressed. And then you guys leave together in the car. But like, as you're getting dressed, yeah. you can, I'm sure you've asked him multiple times to help you, to help zip you up, right? In a dress. Yeah. You could just like lean in a little closer to him, turn your head, watch him, like look into his eyes as he does that. Small things, right? I l- desire is my sex language for sure. You know, a lot of a lot of people though are hesitant to do these things because for like you know in the beginning they never did it, they've never Mm-mm. done it. So I think I think hearing examples like this can really empower people to to just. So just go ahead and try it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So for all, all our listeners, you guys, if there's one key takeaway that you should get from today, it's just do something that'll... Do normal stuff, but sucks. sexy. <laughs> but sexy. Yeah, with your partner. <laughs> yeah. <Seriously. laughs> and then see how they react. Let us know how they react because I want to know. And I'll tell you guys how it goes with, with me. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the it's always little one. by little things, you know. You can do it little by little. All right, Belle, do you want to talk about the third sex language? Okay, so the third sex language is pleasure. Pleasure as a sex language. So they want, they will want to learn how to please you. I gusto ko to. They want to experiment as to what gives the most pleasure during a sex act. Exploring and being explored takes sex to another level for this person. So it's really about discovering 
pleasure, right? What mm-hmm. your partner likes. Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. You know what? This is this is something that we get a lot of messages. Um, we get a lot of audience sending us messages about how their partners don't want to discover what gives them what that what pleases them. So really? this is an interesting sex language. Yeah, right, Why? right. Why? What do you I mean? Sorry. Like a lot of our emails are about like how. Well, one one thing was like. We want, I want my partner to go down on me, but I can't seem to, to let him, can't seem to tell him. So I guess for that per- person's partner, discovering what pleases his partner or that girl isn't a sex, not, isn't his sex language. So that's so weird. Yeah. So we have a lot of people that kind of ha- struggle with this, really. Oh, you mean that's- it's hard for a lot of our writers communicate to us that it's difficult for them to tell their partners what they like. Yeah. And also, partners and their partners don't, don't put in the effort. effort. Because yeah. parang eto lang right. yung gusto ko. And we have we've had this one that yeah. was like, bakit parang the the girl was like, <laughs> it's always just him. Shalang, shalang lage. Sobrang selfish niya. <laughs> yeah. um, so I guess for 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 a lot of people listening. Pleasure isn't only about yourself. You have to think of other people's pleasure. Lalo na your partners, yeah. Diba? yeah. It's just such a weird concept to me that people will not make the effort to find out what their partner likes because that's what, parang, that's one of my favorite things is to see that whatever I'm doing makes him go nuts. Yeah, I can relate to that. But I also understand that a lot of people never were taught to how to have sex. They kind of just see it in porn or like, or watch it in movies. So kind of, they just kind of right, mimic right. what they see. And, and, and in movies, you never hear them saying like, do you like this? Or does this feel good? They never kind of try to understand like what their partner Everyone saying. can just read minds. So yeah. when you have sex, you're expected yeah. to read minds. After we started the Sexy Time podcast, Inca, Ava and I, we've been in situations where people are just more open to talk about their sex lives with us. Like recently, we had this bachelorette party and everyone was just talking about their sex lives with us. And we were like, guys, we're not sex therapists or experts, but go ahead. Um, And one of the person, (laughs) one girl was sharing, was saying like, he never talks during sex. He never says what he likes. He never says what he doesn't like. He never says if it feels good. He's just quiet. Quiet lang siya. And then... He was asking, she was asking us, but are your partners like that too? And I said, yeah, they never vocalize like, oh, this feels really good. Or yeah, more of this. And really? I, during sex, you have to ask that person, I guess. It's like, is this what feels good? Do you like this? Do you not like this? I don't know. Is it the same right. experience yeah. for you guys? That's, that's what we were saying, like the debriefing, right? Yeah. Yes, the debriefing. Or, yeah. No, but like for for me, my my boyfriend and I are very uh, communicative um, in bed. Very like nice. I'm doing something, and then he's just like, "Okay, uh, uh, gen- gentle, gentle, gentle." I'm like, "Oh, sorry, okay, I'm getting giggled." <laughs> or and then I'll he's like doing something, and I'm like, uh, "And I'll direct him like, okay, a little to the left, okay, lower, yes, that's it, that one." slower yes you know think but but in a sexier way you know not like a yeah yeah that's it that's it <laughs> in <laughs> a <know>? sexier <laughs> voice <laughs> in a sexier way of course but yeah we're very communicative like in bed we always tell each other what we want we ask each other what do you want to do to me or what do you want me to do to you 
what do you, um, how do you want this today? What do you want me to, you know, things like that. Like, yeah. it's a very, it's, because when you think about it, <laughs> sex is a conversation, right? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Continue, yeah. Continuously discovering about, about each other. Yeah, yeah. And this is what I'm reading yeah. about a, a person whose sex language is pleasure. He or she sees sexuality as nearly uh, near unlimited, expanding, growing, evolving, and multidimensional. So it's like the concept of sexuality is ever growing. So you want to learn more oh, yeah. and more about your partner. What else feels better? Yes. Uh, so you're not parang boxed into this is what I know, mm-hmm. missionary, and this is it, mm-hmm. which is but not that. Also, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, which is fine too, yeah. right? Yeah. As long as you are comfortable there, you communicated that you're comfortable. Like missionary is great. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if the, for the sex languages, you have to be boxed into one or like you can be a little bit of everything similar to the love languages. Right? I, yeah, I doubt it's one. I think it's it's always like yeah. a, it's always a combination of different degrees of each of one, I think. Before we get into the other sex languages, we just want to take this time to emphasize that having sex is the best when you're feeling good and when your partner and you are protected and safe. However you like, with whoever you like, do it your way. When it comes to feeling good, nothing feels better than knowing you're protected. And you can find the perfect fit for your pleasure with Durex's wide range of products. If your sex language is fun, like me, there are fun-flavored condoms, sensual strawberry, and naughty chocolate. Or if your sex language is all about pleasure, Durex has Durex Invisible, their thinnest condom ever, to really maximize that sensitivity. Also for pleasure, you can try Durex Performa. It's made for longer-lasting pleasure because it contains 5% benzocaine to make men last even longer. There's really something for everyone to explore. Durex condoms and lubes are available in 7-Eleven and Watson's. You can also add to cart in Lazada and Shopee. And don't worry, it comes in discreet packaging. Let's all come together with Durex. Okay, let's go to the fourth one because this one I cu- I c- couldn't really super understand, but I want to know what you guys have to think of, have okay. to say about this one. Okay, so the the fourth sex language is patience. So for this person, making time also means not just rushing off to do something else right after lovemaking. Ah. He or she must be given sufficient time bef- before, during, and after sex, and must not feel rushed to avoid Nako. threatening or interrupting the space and time <laughs> he or she needs. So children should be asleep or not in the house. So <laughs> since time is sacred to this person, make sure you have the time for being sexual and protect that time. For your for your patient sex language partner, you must not only make the time, but take your time during each phase of sex. So that's what Ooh, they say about patience. I like the phrase, protect your time. That's nice. That is nice. Because it, it really reminds us to slow down and it's not like getting sex off your to-do list. Yeah. It's like, right? It's like... Foreplay. No. Foreplay is essential. Protecting the time around it and after it is so... Is part of the actual act, I guess. What yeah. Do you are, you, are, you the, are you guys like that? I want to know. Sounds like Belle's like that. I'm not. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. um, is it done? Okay, I gotta go. I'm gonna go to Pilates. <laughs> Yeah, she is. <laughs> she Neither. likes the idea of it, though. <laughs> I like the okay. idea of it. Yes, I want to yes. practice it. I see, I see. Me naman, no. I'm not necessarily like that. Like, I, I don't feel naman that if he needs to go, I'm going to get hurt or, 
if I need to go, he's gonna sulk. Um, so, but I, it is a nice um, concept, you know, protecting the time because that yeah. is nice. Although there's yeah. always space for a quickie, right? Like super fun, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, let's, let's do a quickie before we head out or something. Um, but I feel, you know, now that we're going through this, uh, this is patience. No, I feel like this is a lot of people who have quality time as a love language might like yes. this one yeah, as probably, a sex yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah, I did read also like uh, typically a person whose sex language is patience. They pref- they they're not into the rough style of se- se- sex. They prefer oh. it more gentle. I can just uh, picture the whole right the whole scene in my head. Someone who just wants to kiss subtly, yeah. slowly, and kind of take their time so, working yeah. their way up, which I love. Mm-hmm. That's also some, there's something sweet about the whole um, yeah. patience sex language. I can appreciate that. It's very tender. So if your partner's sex language is patience, then you have to allocate time to do foreplay. And after like maybe some cuddling, do create a little aftercare routine. Do you get, you want to shower together? Oh my gosh. Like let's light this candle and, you know, have a vape or have a glass of wine together before and after. Because this person values that intimate moment to kind of slow down, be with you, you know, do the yeah. act of having sex, but also even after that, mentally be still connected to you. I love that you say that. I love that you say the aftercare routine. I actually want to know what you guys do. What's your aftercare? Aftercare is so mm-hmm. important. It's so important, especially if you like, if you dabble more into the kink side of things, aftercare is so yeah. important. Absolutely. So like what do you put like massage oil or I don't dabble in the kink side, but I can try. Mm, My aftercare would be cuddling and probably, what would it be? Watching Netflix after. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely aftercare. For sure. Yeah, Succession, (laughs) season four, episode three. What are your guys' aftercare routines? I think I'm exactly like you. Like maybe showering, showering together and then kind of talking about, I've been doing the debriefing and I really feel like it's done wonders for us. That's why I always tell people, you guys need to do it. Because then the next what time... What do you mean like debriefing? Remember, like after 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 having sex, you, like when you're showering, you guys can talk about it. You can just kind mm. of get on the same level of what you like and what you don't like. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, exactly like my sister, turning on Netflix or just cuddling. I think that's my aftercare. Yeah, yeah. Same then, same then. Touch is also an aftercare. Yeah, same. Yes, definitely. Like, I feel like, like scratching my... your partner's back. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Inka, go. No worries. I feel like my my boyfriend and I, um, like, because like I said earlier, we're very communicative. So even before and after, um, we talk about it. Like, before it's, before the act, it's part of the foreplay. After, it's part of the, the aftercare, you know, like. Oh, I like when you did that. Like, yeah, that was nice, huh? Yeah, that felt good. That was the first time we did that, huh? Yeah. So it, the conversations mm-hmm. kind of go like that when you when we're showering, and it's it's like yeah. a fun. I also like that you copy your boyfriend's yeah. voice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that voiceover. <laughs> uh, so you know the difference between so who's talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm, it's very clear. <laughs> But yeah, especially when we do, uh, when we experiment a little more 
um, on the kink side of things. But I, one of the things I appreciate with my boyfriend is he's very gentle, um, very patient, and he talks me through um, things. So it's it's nice. It, it feels like you're. I'm. It feels safe. like a yeah. It's so safe. It feels like I always have a safety net underneath, and even then, I'm also just connected to like a harness, so I know I'm not gonna drop. That's what it feels like. That's so nice. under patience is gentleness, actually. And when a person's sex language is patience, they're more often than not gentle. Patient sex language clients have explained to Douglas Wise that they trust or lean into the orgasmic experience through consistency and reliability over time. Uh. So it makes sense that when a person's sex language is patience, that they're more gentle, right? Yeah. It does. It does make a lot of sense. Parang over time, this allows them to relax and you know really wait for the pleasure rather than have it just all in one go. So it's right. it, it's saying like it's a consistent type of pace. That's what that's it what is. It's a consistent type of pace, and you have to view. I guess you're viewing sex as like something that you really work towards, and not something you want to just climax and then get one it over man. with. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which is, a lot of guys are. Feel that. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> man, actually, I don't know. But when I, when I, when we from our re, from our listeners, they always say the same. You thing. know what? You know what? I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna pretend that's not true because I was talking to someone yeah. earlier and like, you know what? So many we've come across a lot of people who have that type of mentality. So I'm not gonna yeah. pretend it's not true. Mm-mm. I yeah. agree. Yes. Yeah. Men need to prioritize also our pleasure. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. And the last sex language is acceptance or celebration. Acceptance or celebration is the most unique among all the sex languages. Sexuality for this person is definitely a whole person experience through which he or she both receives and gives sexuality in a whole being experience. Oh, okay. That's me. (laughs) It says that the person who has acceptance or celebration sex language wants to know you accept and celebrate all who they are during every phase of sex they want you to appreciate all that they are to you not just their body or sexuality being valued makes more makes sex more satisfying to this person so it's a very holistic um view of sex it's not just the, the act itself it's just it's them as a person and knowing that you accept them for all that they are i, I, I actually right. find this really interesting i want to know yeah. a person whose sex language is this yeah, I thought I thought it was me, but like so the the acceptance and or celebration is like when when they have sex with their partners, it's a big factor for them that they know that their partner accepts them for who they are entirely. Okay. Is that what Okay. That, yeah, exactly. That what it means? Okay. Um the person must love and accept who they are for all that they are. The, the first thing that comes to my head is like a partner who accepts that their male partner likes to peg. You know, I don't know right. if you guys. Okay. 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 Because it's hard for a lot of people. True, 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 true. That's a great example. I think that's a great example of acceptance as a, a sex language because, um, like I've heard stories from, from, other like some of my guy friends saying that they're they've dated girls who are so not comfortable with even like doing doggy style 
because it feels so scandalous really? to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, parang maybe the the girls' love language, uh, sex language, is definitely not acceptance, um, um, because that's something that she cannot do. But also. Uh, on the flip side, maybe my friend has some sort of like acceptance love uh, sex language. But like I said earlier, it's like we all have a different combination. It feels like we all have a different combination of these five sex languages in different degrees. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, one thing I also want to tackle is a little bit obviously going deeper with acceptance and celebration. We're talking a little bit surface level about the act of having sex, but yeah. You know, when you fully accept a person for their flaws or their past even, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When when you see, let's say, Ava, you you have a friend who's, you know, who who's had a hefty past and she's been in a scandal, right? Mm-hmm. But now her partner is just so loving and accepting of who she is. And that's that's one, you know, sex language yeah. also, being able to look past that, right? That, I'd sure. say that falls under acceptance and celebration, right? Yeah, um, definitely. That, that's definitely a hard one. A hard one to... A lot of people, I, I a lot of my friends actually encounter this. Like, you know, they especially when, when their partner asks their body count, that becomes an issue. And I feel like that's something a lot of couples have to tackle work. and work on. Mm-hmm. Is body count important to... To either of you? I thought it was, but it actually isn't. Why Mm. do you say that? Because I think I'm more mature now. And it doesn't matter to me if my partner slept with 20, 50. Yeah. Obviously get tested. Or three. (laughs) I I like to say that. Although I was watching a show on Netflix. And one one of the guys there who I was like, oh my God, I love him. He's actually the guy I really like. And then they reveal that he slept with 500 women. And I don't know. I, I just, I'm just being honest. That really affected the way I felt about him. I'm like, okay, maybe I don't love him as much. So I think body count does, doesn't matter to me until it reaches a certain point where it's like, okay, that's a well, lot. Yeah. I need to be a bit worried. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, body count past maybe at 500 is a little maybe cause for concern. Like, why 500? How old are you? How many times? <laughs> did you count? What is the math? Yeah, and why did you tally. count? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that. There's a tally when he gets home. Four hundred forty-three. Why did you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I used to think that it mattered to me. What about you? I used to, but mm-hmm. I only paid attention to my tally because I thought that it mattered to other people. You know, so I was oh. like, "Oh shit, maybe I should keep track." So I would like. I would forget. And then every now and then I'd look back like, how many? Okay. 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 So I have the number. And then, which isn't even like a lot, you know, it's, it's a healthy amount. I think I don't even know what healthy Mm -hmm. is, but anyway, it's, but when I asked my boyfriend about his body count, he goes, what? And then I said, what's your, what's your body count? And then he was like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I just got curious. And he goes, do you really want to know? I'm like, it's not important. He goes, yeah, I don't really know because my body count there, he said. I didn't, I don't really count. Yeah. And then that's when it, I was like, oh, that's right. You don't have to count, I guess. And then you don't from then to. on, I was like, yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. You know? Yeah. That's so sweet also of your boyfriend. Baka he's just saying that, huh? 
<laughs> Good thing. The pot. Yeah, he, but <laughs> he told, yeah, he he told me naman that you know he has gone on many dates with many women. So what okay. I will interpret that as, however, but it doesn't really um, concern me not anymore. Yeah, because that was before. So that's his past. Mm, exactly. Yeah, doesn't matter. People need to take from you, actually, and and I'm guilty of that before. I used to want to know about the exes and all of that but then after after i got together with my with my husband parang, i realized there's nothing you can do about the past in fact i got really close but to his ex and it and it feels great to not oh, have to nice. worry about that it's, yeah it's the best feeling okay i beg to differ i stalk <laughs> my husband's exes and i like go deep into their and instagram me. and then send it <laughs> go down all the way to their like you know, last post, but I'm a, I'm crazy like that. <laughs> Have you accidentally you're liked? honest about it. <laughs> oh, that's no, the worst. I'll die. Ooh. That's the worst. <laughs> All right. So today's five sex languages. Let's talk about the key takeaways from today's discussion. For me, this has really taught me to explore myself and also take notice of what my partner's sex languages because sometimes Mm -hmm. we can be selfish and we're only out there for ourselves right so it's important to kind of shed that light and say okay my partner responds to this how can i be more of this yeah yeah so thanks for taking my key takeaway but (laughs) but i guess to add to that it's also why we why we're tackling all of this is one to understand what our sex language is and second to understand what you feel your partner's sex language is it, it's something you can also discuss with them and try to understand what the, what it is, right? And you're not trying to change what their sex language is because if their sex yeah. language is fun and yours is um, desire, you guys have to come to a common, you know, you know, a compromise what works for you guys. And it, like we mentioned earlier, it doesn't always have to be fun, fun, fun or desire, desire, desire. It could be fun Correct. one time and then desire one time. So it's not about changing your partner's sex language, but it's about learning it and knowing how to accept it and work with it. And I think that that's what's going to make your relationship much stronger. What about you, Inka? Um, for me, my takeaway from this one is, um, you know, sometimes off the bat, when you know, you know. So off the bat, I, I definitely know that my love language, my sex language is desire because that's always been what's made me happy. I love, I love teasing. I love the, the art of flirting. I love the, you know, I've, I've always said that one of my favorite, um, go to flirting moves when I'm out, um, when I was single, of course, was, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll use the bathroom, excuse me. And then as I pass the guy that I like, I'm going to lightly, um, Rich. run my fingers across from one shoulder across his back to the other. And then I'll look back and then I'll smile a little bit and then go to the bathroom. It's not, again, overtly sexual. It's not something big. Um, it's, it's touch. It's desire. It's letting, it's, it's yeah. me letting him know that I kind of like you. And I do this still to my boyfriend. He became my boyfriend. So I do that to him still. Um, and I love being playful with, so it works. with things like that. It All works. Yeah. Things work. <laughs> it works. <laughs> and 
That's one of my favorite parts about um, being in a relationship is I'm able to be playful with with someone. And um, I also learned that it's a good thing that my boyfriend and I share a similar sex language because my sex language turns out, according to, to the book here, if if the receiving party is not on the same page, they're going to feel a little um, uh, violated because... <laughs> You know, it is yeah. um, it is a lot if it's not something. It can be a bit daunting. Yes, if it's not something that you're used to, you know, it's it's a bit invasive if it if you're very I know with your personal space or whatever. So this sex language has taught me also that again, it's in different degrees um, because sometimes I'm fun, sometimes I'm patient, sometimes I'm like this and like that, and my boyfriend could be too. So. That's just another thing that I could explore with him. And then I'm looking forward to um, whatever we can do. That's like a, I could do like a combination of desire and fun or a combination of patience and fun or desire and acceptance or pleasure and desire. You know, it's just like, what can we do to explore each other more? What else can we do to further show each other? what we mean to each other. And I'm looking forward to that because this is just another tool. So it's nice. Yeah. Amen to that. And Mm -hmm. to those listening, we really hope that this short course on the five sex languages. We have fun, desire, pleasure, patience, and acceptance or celebration. So find out which one you guys relate to and find out what your partner is so you guys can openly talk about it and get on the same page about what your sex sex language is. Yes. Yeah. And we hope that this will help empower you guys to explore. Yeah. Yeah. The way that I, one more thing I want to mention, I love this conversation with Inka because I feel really empowered. Like the way you talk about the things that you do, the small things that you do can really empower a person to do things to, to take to take things into their own hands and and try out those small things. It doesn't have Thanks. to be big gestures. Yeah. Um, and I really like that you're able to do that, Inka. And we, my sister and I are are going to try <laughs> something tonight. I'm <laughs> glad. I'm glad. Good. Okay, not together. We're excited with our partners. <laughs> I'm inspired to do the little sexy voice and voice yeah. note that's not necessarily very predictable. I hope, I want to hear it. <laughs> One of yours. <laughs> My voice note will be like, go pick up four lemons and a whole organic chicken tonight. <laughs> I also forgot my dry cleaning. Pass for it. <laughs> or like, baby, I have a few chores that I need you to do and I'll be so happy when you get back home and you do that for me. <laughs> so funny. Thanks so much, Inka, for coming on and just sharing your knowledge and your voice with us. We had oh, so much fun. You. I am so happy so to have done this with you guys. I I really I, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I love talking about sex. It's it's one of my favorite things. Um, because I feel like it's so natural and it's not something that people should be ashamed of. So I like talking about it. So thank you for giving me the platform. <laughs> you want to invite some of our listeners to listen to your podcast as yeah. well? 
Oh, yes, please. You can listen to me exclusively on Spotify. I have a podcast called Sleeping Pill with Inca. It's a space designed to help you relax and hopefully it puts you to sleep. What I do is I, I run you through some meditation exercises. I ramble about my thoughts and then I read, um, bedtime stories or poetry to help put you to sleep. So please do that. Let me know if you like it. I'm going to subscribe to that because I always listen (laughs) to sleep meditations. Oh, perfect. 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 We hope that episode made you smile and you learned something about the five sex languages. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple, the Sexy Time Podcast. You guys can follow us on Instagram at the Sexy Time Podcast. And you can send over questions and DMs to our Instagram. We will answer them anonymously. And you can also send us emails at thesexytimepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Sexy Time Podcast. And we release new episodes every Wednesday, hump day at 4 p.m. All right. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>